0: Welcome to the Cattle Call Podcast. Today we are recording another Cuisine of the Month, actually September. We are getting towards the end of the year and we have the pleasure to have Dr. Zin here again to record this podcast. But before we get started, let me go ahead and call Brooke Latek. Hello, Brooke. Hi, Pedro. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. Is it a good time for a call? It's always a great time for a cattle call. Thank you. Hello, Dr. Zinn. How are you? Doing good. Thank you, Pedro. Right. Good to see you. So, Brooke, what is what is the question that we have this month?
1: So, um, one question we've gotten is just from our listeners is questions about processing corn, um, since that's a main feed ingredient for us down here. Um, and so this week, we wanted to address dry rolled corn. So, Dr. Zinn, could you tell us just a little about dry rolled corn as a feed ingredient and the benefits and drawbacks of it? Sure. Actually, uh, the feeding of steamed leg corn is something that that began, let's say, in the late 1970s. So prior to that time, dried processed corn was a main feed ingredient. Alternatives are high moisture corn and perhaps you could say cabbage. but, uh, dry roll corn is, uh, is really common, especially for a smaller feedlot. The advantage of dry processing corn is that obviously, uh, the requirements, the machinery required for that is considerably less offensive and, and requires less technical skill in the operation of the equipment. So the feedlot were to decide to go, let's say to a flaking type situation, then they would need a lot more expertise in the feed mill and, and of course, uh, considerably more expensive machinery. The advantage of uh, dry processed corn is is also the the speed at which it can be produced. In other words, with flaking grain, uh, mill operations can be extended because added time it takes to adequately process the grain. Of course, the disadvantage is that especially with high corn prices. Uh, the difference between dry process, let's say, and, and uh steam flaked corn, that difference is at least 13%. So in other words, if you chose to feed dry processed grain, then then you're for sure adding at least 13%. The reason I say at least is because the benefit for steam flaking goes up as the amount of hard endosperm goes up or as the hardness of the corn increases itself due to storage or whatever. If, for example, uh, we've done studies looking at a corn that has a, a 50% or more vitreous endosperm or hard endosperm. And with steam flaking, uh, there was no difference between that high vitreous endosperm corn and flaking and, and conventional number two yellow corn. But with dry rolling, the difference is, is greater. And so uh, as you go up in the viciousness of the endosperm, this in the disadvantage of dry rolling the grain increases. So let's say a corn that has a flinty corn or corn with a very high, vicious endosperm, probably I'm going to say the energy value would be about 2.05, 0.09 MCal for a per kilogram, and again, where yeah, conventional poly-endosperm corn would be probably in the neighborhood of around you know, 2.18 10 pounds per kilogram. Now, a tendency is that when we're feeding corn because of the difficulty in digestion of the plenty of endosperm, a tendency is to want to grind the corn uh, more finely. And uh, the idea being that when you grind this ground more finely, then you'll get a better uh, energy value out of the corn. And actually, uh, intuitively, that sounds good, but in practice, that doesn't work. And so in the summary of numerous studies that I've looked at uh, from the standpoint of animal performance, there is no... In fact, numerically, there's a slight disadvantage in every city game for finely ground versus uh, the conventional coarsely ground or rolled corn. But in digesting... Actually, the value does increase if you find dry in the grinding point, it does increase the digestion. But the problem is that you run the risk of other digestive problems with fine grinding. In other words, there's a greater chance for dysfunctions, and also there's a greater chance for separation in the feed bunk. In other words, where where you're not gonna have where you're gonna have an accumulation of fines at the bottom of the bunk. The one an advantage. Of uh, kind of let's say a hidden advantage though of dry processing corn is that you can feed less forage. you have a coarsely ground dry process corn, you can probably get away at around four or five percent forage in the F Where with uh steam flake, you would need at least seven or eight percent forage in the And this might be an advantage uh, in some areas where forage is especially difficult to find.
0: Doctors, you have questions? A question that I have, when you're comparing the dry rolled versus finely ground corn and, and talking about the the advantages and the disadvantages of each, do we see the same trends when we're talking about different corn varieties as well? Like the, the harder corn, you see the same trends when you finely grind as well compared to the dry rolled corn? Or perhaps finely grinding could be beneficial uh, in, the, in the hard endosperm as well, or you...
1: That's saying. What happens, what happens uh, is that the rate of passage of uh, those fine particles from the rumen will increase. And, and so uh, you're going to have a, a lower rate, lower retention time of the fi- more finely ground particles in the rumen. And, and mm-hmm. what's, what happens, Pedro, is that uh, the initial fermentation rate of finely ground corn can be extremely high. And uh, and this is uh, this is something we have to look out for the floury endosperm, which uh, in in steam flaking it doesn't have anything to do with the floury endosperm. If anything, steam flaking will slow down the rate of digestion of that floury endosperm. The uh, when you finally grind the corn, then that becomes explosively available. The floury this would be the readily available, readily digestible starch. Uh, component of the grain itself without any special effort. So uh, we have to be careful you know, about that. One of the things that, that should be taken into consideration though, is that if you have a, let's say otherwise, a high moisture diet or a diet that, let's say, you're feeding silage or something like that in combination with uh, the, dry, the dry process corn, then fine grinding tends to have less negative effect. So, but it doesn't, I wouldn't recommend it. It does not have, in my opinion, a positive effect. There are some studies where we see, you know, some benefit. Almost always in digestion, we see increased hormone digestion when it's fine the ground. But in animal performance, we just don't see the benefit. So um, I'm cautious about finally grinding. And this is a question, actually a question that I get all the time. I mean, everywhere I go, they ask me about you know, how how fine the ground it should be. And my suggestion is that if possible, the convention is that you should have you should have a grinder or, or roll it so that you get just about 3 to 5% whole particle corn coming through and that, that would be just about right.
0: that. That's great. That's very interesting. That was really good because we always uh, get that question And even today, I I one of my studies during my PhD was was comparing those and we observe exactly what what you are just saying between the the dry road and and the finely ground corn as well. It's it's very, very interesting that. And I look a lot in your studies when you see the increase in digestibility, but not always uh, in performance, and sometimes is there is even this negative. Uh, effect on that and and sometimes if you think about how practical it is sometimes we are finally grinding we may be spending more energy in the mill and in the farm by getting that corn finally ground so probably this dry road is is when you're talking about dry processing is the best uh, way to go that, that's
1: true pedro but the thing to remember is that the energy uh the, the cost of grinding itself is the energy cost is fairly low. I'd say that, mm-hmm. we're talking about fifty or sixty cents a ton, it's very, very low. If you dry rolling, okay, dry rolling, just the energy cost is just yes small. But mm-hmm. uh, but there would be a greater um, a greater time constraint, and there might be even a greater strength uh, as we, you know, because of costs and so forth. You might have some additional loss there as well
0: no that's that's great i think you you answered my questions i don't know if brooke has any comment any question about dry processing
1: nope nothing for me
0: okay sounds good so dr zing thank you very much again uh we appreciate your your being here with us one more more time and we are looking forward for for the next time thank you very much
1: thank you have a good day
0: you too thank you brooke and remember it's always a good time for a kettle some cattle cow